0: The purpose of Colin Confidential is to get some laughs, to learn a little bit, and really to just hear our stories and be able to better your business from the pitfalls that we've gone through over the past 50-something years combined, 1971, 81, 91, 01 11, that's you know, 57 years. There's a lot of crap that's gone on in 57 years. And in my short life, I've seen a huge change in this industry, so... And that brings us to today because we're going to be talking about technology.
1: What do you mean 57 years? How did you figure that?
0: 71. Oh, to 81. It's 47, right? So my math's off unless it comes to money. <laughs> 81, 91? Yeah. 01, 11? Yeah. Yes, yes. It's 47. You're the one that told me to fucking lie
1: or bullshit. No, no I am saying it's longer than that because I started in 67. So it's almost 51 years. Yes, but as far as
0: being an owner... Well, I learned
1: about technicians by being one. Oh, I hear that. No, I always used to tell them, you know you know the book on bullshit excuses, but look on the cover. I wrote it. Due to HR, your favorite two-letter
0: in alphabet, we don't quite say it like that, but the gist is still there.
1: That's the way I say it. I don't give a
0: shit about yeah. HR. We had to suspend somebody today without pay for not following simple directions. Like, it doesn't get any oh. simple... If you're gonna be late, call us. Do not get caught being late and not calling us. Okay. That's technology. How did we catch him? Technology. On this episode of Colony Confidential, we're gonna be talking about technology and how you can really just better your business through the use of technology.
1: Actually, it allows you to do more work with less
0: effort. And what we like to say at Colony is technology's great when it works.
1: It's like all you computer guys out there. You know, guys like whoever, I won't mention names. It's great, and when something goes wrong, it's always your fault on these friggin' computers. But, you know, that's bullshit. Take it from somebody that knows. You don't even, the computer's working, you shut it off, you come back, you know, a week later, it ain't working. Oh, what did you do wrong? Screw you, I didn't do shit wrong. Then you find out that, oh, oops, we got a problem you see on your screen, they screw up. <sighs> You know, Excuse progress me. is great when it works. No, bless you, you fuck. God bless you. It's too late And now. keep you all mother mercury.
0: So IT people, right? IT people like to say things like, oh, that's unusual. I'm going to have to go and poke around. That's how they make their of money. I mean, that's the business we should have got into IT. Nobody knows what the fuck you're doing. You fix something, <laughs> it breaks, you say that's something else. You, you yeah, know, it's you like
1: know, go, go, it's right. becoming a doctor. You got to practice. You're not doing anything you're practicing. I yeah, got it. Right.
0: A practice. I agree. Pest management is not a practice. We're actually doing something and alleviating people's problems for a long time. Today we're going to give you a few tips where using tech and probably some of the most impor- important technology pieces to running a business. One of them is of course a fax machine, right? Ed? <laughs> <laughs> F- you obviously you want smartphones cell phones uh, we provide them smartphones are getting so cheap nowadays it just makes sense to give them to your guys to
1: you provide them to your employees
0: yes to our employees correct. we don't sell
1: them we don't give them away we provide them to the employees
0: yeah it's company owned equipment you need a smartphone for various reasons and a smartphone i'm going to tie in a few other technological pieces that the smartphone is necessary for. You could use tablets as well. I find a smartphone is great. A tablet is good too, but what we've learned over the years is less devices the techs have cost you less, they lose them less, they break them less. One phone and it has everything on it. So for example, the other piece of tech that you definitely need in the service industry, period, is some type of Routing software. Customer management is what I would call it. We use one of the top ones. We've been with them for over 12 years. Workwave is now the name. And it allows you to do everything from billing to scanning devices aging reports, I mean, it goes on and on. So let me start with the beginning. You're small, the good thing about this is you can start with zero and grow to hundreds of million dollar companies that are using this program. And all the data is kept in the cloud, it's relatively inexpensive in the beginning, So you enter everything you could think to enter. As Ed likes to say for residential accounts, you need to know if the grandfather's sick, did the dog die? You wanna make sure that anybody that calls, even from the office, can see that note on the account and say, oh, I'm sorry to hear about Spike. All of this can go in this program, as well as chemicals used. We go as far as barcoding and scanning all of the devices we put inside of an account, which a lot of companies do nowadays. And all this is done off the phone. There are glitches like with any other tech, but this is something that has changed our life. In New York State, there's something called the PRL report. We essentially have to submit a report to the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation every year that shows... Every application we've made with every address, county, and the raw material applied on that day. So in the in the past, you either had to have a spreadsheet, or if you were really old school, it was handwritten. And you had to, ha- you know, at one point when we switched to this program, we were very small, we were under half a million dollars, and we eliminated pretty much an office position because once you enter... The chemicals into this software, it automatically populates this report. So that alone is a savings of whatever whatever your office staff cost you between. 24 and 45 thousand dollars a year plus benefits plus this plus that it could turn into a 90 thousand dollar a year savings depending on the size of your business and the barcoding and scanning also allows you to kind of track your men in a commercial account if the manager says i don't see a guy today blah 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 you can go real time if you have the app and you're doing it on the phone, you can go in real time and say, well, he was there, he checked in at 2.30, he scanned 35 devices in this area of the warehouse, and then he scanned out at this time. We deal with the health department a lot, and oftentimes the health department will say, well, when was the last time this slime machine was checked? I don't see dates here. And we could populate a report from our office and send it to that customer and it will show all the scans for the months it even shows activity we could do trending reports i mean it's crazy this helps you maintain customers we've got some very nice accounts because we were doing this when others were not
1: doesn't it also allow you to keep a record of that for god knows how long is that is that the code that we're when the guys go out and work they got to put in what they found and everything
0: to a certain extent yeah i mean they're entering everything that you used to do on a triplicate form or something like that. So um,
1: to be more specific, these guys can punch in whatever account they're at. I assume it has a number.
0: It comes up as like like the day, almost like your calendar would in, if you have an iPhone. I'm not too familiar with Androids, but if you look at your calendar and it shows every appointment for the day, it shows up like that in the program. And then you click on each one and you can time in which helps with tracking when the guy timed in. When do they they start getting
1: paid? I got a question, when they time in getting in the car? Or when they get to the first stop?
0: It depends on how you do it. If they come to the office first, then it's when they leave, when they arrive at the office, usually is when they start getting paid. But if you have guys for certain reasons that take the company vehicles home in New York City, how we have trained technicians that take mass transit, their time starts when they arrive at the first job and ends when they leave the last job. Same thing for guys who are driving from their house. It starts when they get to the first job and ends when they finish the last job. So travel to and from work with consideration. You can't send a guy four hours away and not pay him for some of his drive time.
1: So what I'm, I'm understanding here, that HR hasn't totally fucked up a way to make a living. They're not saying you gotta pay the guy as soon as he gets up in the morning.
0: No, because it doesn't make sense. I mean, our, our industry- Oh, a lot of things they say doesn't make sense. Know, but that one is one that is, I guess it's so listen, easy listen. to fight. We're talking about technology, okay? Get back on track, all right? One of the things that they're developing that doesn't work that well right now is for an apartment building, you can have every single apartment unit sign they'll sign that you were there and digital signature and you could add pesticides applied to that apartment
1: it was mandatory when you went into an apartment building the old way was yeah it went in there to put down the apartments that you treated and the common areas you treated of course we all did it the old-fashioned way we used to write it out and have the super sign it and triplicate and give them give them a copy
0: the logbook does that. So there's also digital logbooks that you can look What could do you mean the in.
1: logbook does that?
0: In the logbook section, they write what apartments they serviced and what chemicals were used in each apartment. So this particular module, once they get it working correctly, will be something that will help management companies and property owners tremendously because 13J says that their dog died from XYZ, right? You never went into 13J, one. Or you went into 13J and you only put glue boards out. Or well, you went into 13J and whatever poison they said the dog died from is not on the application.
1: Or a 63-year-old woman says she can't get pregnant anymore.
0: I'm assuming that's a something that happened to you. Well, yeah, that's another thing. I will tell you this, that everything with technology has an onboarding curve let's say so this is why i would encourage anybody what does
1: that, what does that mean onboarding? so an
0: onboarding you have to learn it there's a lot of data entry when we first got into this we were probably at between three and four hundred thousand a year it took us close to three weeks me and jamie my sister of entering it when we had time so at three hundred thousand, i might have had one employee and jamie was in the office for three days a week, so I might even hire her full time for those three weeks to enter it, because the data entry is immense. You have to enter all of the normal information, and when you get into commercial, the location and the bill to is different, so the location is the location you're actually servicing, and the bill to could be some corporate in Delaware, so you gotta learn all that. Then you have to go and enter all the chemicals you use, And you have to enter the ratios for all those chemicals. So the idea behind all this is you get all this data entry in, and then when you go to a chemical like Crapo, and Crapo is mixed... The fabulous Crapo, if you please. Just an FYI, Ed Sheehan created his own label called Crapo when he was doing his class to help the the students study and learn how to mix chemical. But let's say you have the label Crapo, and it mixes at two ratios, one out to a gallon, for maintenance and two ounces to a gallon for a clean out for roaches. So you enter that however you want to enter it in the system, clean out crapo, maintenance crapo, and you go in and follow whatever they tell you to do so that if your technician's puts half a gallon in the system, that automatically translates as half an ounce. But you have to do all of this data entry behind the scenes to get it there. That's why I'm saying, the smaller you are, people say, i wait till I'm big to do it. And you're going to want to do it to compete and get over that next hump. You're going to be so busy, you're going to be like, I wish I would have entered these 200 customers as I got them. It seems like an added expense. It seems like an added headache, and it seems like something you don't need. But it is really now commonplace. So, I got a question.
1: How long did it take you to train the staff?
0: Not long. When we got it, it was really me and Jamie handling it. The first year, we had printed tickets that we were printing and giving guys instead of using triplicate books. Then handhelds came out, and myself and I had a guy that's been with us for 13 years. He was with me for maybe like a year at that point. Me and him, we bought six handhelds and six licenses. There was only three of us, but I knew- Six licenses? You could buy a license or you could rent. Say the license was 400 bucks for life, or you could pay $15 a month. So in three years- The 400 paid for itself, and I still have those six licenses to this day that we don't pay extra money for. But we got the handhelds, and myself and Mike at the time, I was easily out in the field for 12 hours a day. We took them, and we made all the mistakes, him and I, and met probably three times a month to go over what we were having problems with, and then we would go back to the software company, and they would tell us, Okay, try this, try this. And we perfected it. Then we launched it for our huge company of three technicians. Then that's it. We got it in place on how to train people using this. So our one-month training program to become a service technician incorporates learning this software while you're out in the field. And now, we have a guy in our office that is savvy with the desktop version, which the office staff uses, and he's savvy with the field app. The training pieces, we talk about this all the time, you gotta get it on paper so that they can read it and know what they need to know and sign off that they understand it. Having a program like this, I think, is mandatory. I think the mobile app will save you money in paper, headaches. I can be anywhere in the world with an internet connection and look at everything in my business. From how much money people owe me, how much money we got paid today, did all my guys complete their work for the day. All of this can be seen from my cell phone.
1: So it's a great improvement that you don't have to go flipping through a bunch of
0: route pages. So imagine what you would have done with that in the 80s or 90s.
1: What would I have done with it? (laughs) I would have saved a lot of time with throwing my business cards in bait stations. And having guys come back and freaking lie to me that they checked them all, but they ain't got none of my business cards. And don't
0: get me wrong. There have been some pretty smart dumb techs that figured out ways to scheme around the barcoding. So you can't eliminate the QA. So our QA people, when they're scheduled to QA anyone's route, they go in this program and they pull device scans since the last report to see if everything's been scanned. If they see certain areas have been skipped or in three months have only been checked once, they'll go there first and they'll see. And then they'll start from there with their QA. The way we do our QAs, they spot check. And if they find issues, they dig deeper. This helps with the quality assurance because anyone can always go in and look at the last time a device was scanned or they can run a report for three months. The people that are with us since we started with this program, we can, dig into their history going back to that day. In this software, it's built in where you could click a button, who's closest.
1: And you you know, that, that like worked that. out, that I have to give you a lot of credit. For those of you that know me and you know what a genius I am, I was teaching in Manhattan and I was rushing one day and um, I ran out of my house because I do not want to be late for the class and I parked my car up in Manhattan and I get the ticket and I realized I don't have a wallet and I don't have any money. So I called my son because, you know, I helped him out plenty of times. So I figured, you know, pay back. And he told me, like, in two minutes, I got a guy here. He's got to stop here. He could meet you in an hour. So I went up, started the class. They called me on my company phone. So this is very handy when you got to take care of your handicapped father.
0: Yes, yes. So, but we're not talking about routing, we are talking about tech. So we're going to move on to what I was told when I started was the number one reason small businesses fail.
1: Too much drinking. I agree. Well, this, is, this is real things going on. Yeah, that on, liquor man. will kill you.
0: Uh, I'm drinking Pot's good I'm for drinking right soda, here. which I don't I drink often. Pot's good of. for
1: you these days. Ask Mr. De Blosio.
0: So All right. All right. Allegedly. You, that's, you don't know. Don't know You what? don't know anyone that smokes. You don't know that he smokes pot. You're not friends with him. It's not on tape. I didn't say he smoked pot. Okay. I said he knows it's good for you. Oh, okay. That's, I know you're a staunch Republican and you guys don't like to read facts, I, but there's tons of facts on that product and how it helps people with certain issues. There's also negative facts,
1: but I'm not going to get into it. I don't really give a shit, Good. to be honest with you.
0: Remember, when weed is, is legal in uh, New York, uh, we're going to have a, a smoking episode at Sheehan, but we're going to pay close attention to Ed Sheehan when he smokes. Don't I'll worry, I'll send, di- you, I'll home send you home in an Uber. I'll Send you home in an Uber. Back to tech, Jesus Christ! It's easy to get off a topic here. The biggest reason small businesses fail is for bad accounting. So, uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to post my first accounting system on the website because it is hilarious. Did it
1: work? Did you get the money?
0: It worked, but there was no alerts. There was no. We use QuickBooks. Buy into it. So this program, to stay on top of your money, you could see everything day to day. You could put alerts in. Some people use this for billing. Like I said, that routing software that we have also has a billing factor in it where the bills go out automatically. So we only really use the accounting software for accounts payable. We use it for receivables as well, but we're in there we're not putting every single um, account that we get money from because we have that in the other program and we tie the two together at the end of the month. I know. Say that I'm again. Looking at say looking at you, I wish I had your fucking face on camera right now. So the accounting program, when we enter accounts receivables into it, it's just a lump sum of the deposit, and it, it says something like, uh, let's just say services rendered, so right? So in other
1: words, it's a lump sum of all the money you collected for for that
0: deposit. Not no, no shit. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is when you had it, it probably showed. from Mrs. Jones, $50 from this one. So what I'm saying, in our accounting program, the accounting software, which is different than the routing and customer management tool, it's not showing exactly where the money's coming from because it's coming from PestPak. That's where it shows every single dollar that we've collected. And then we tie the two together. So the accountant has to have access to both. But we know who owes us money through the other program, the routing and customer management. And the accounting program is more to track money and maintain the so cash we, flow. So,
1: so we had a ledger sheet that told you how much they owed, when they paid it, and and every month or every two weeks you looked at that. And if they were behind, then we had a wonderful accounts receivable system. His name was Mike, and he would go visit these people, and um, we got our money until we started going after corporate accounts. Then Mike couldn't. Uh, couldn't deal with that, so we... Well, um, Mike,
0: Mike wouldn't fit in in corporate America. They'd arrest him at the door.
1: To be honest with you, the company got a little classier when we uh, got that And Yeah, you're right. But, and, but, and you know what? I I, I I take issue with that, that corporate America would, would arrest him at the door. They're the biggest fucking crooks in the world. I'd have to worry that they wouldn't hire him. Steal wow. him away
0: from me, all right? Well, that's a whole nother subject. But, but my point is, is the ledger sheets and all of that... That's exactly what the accounting program is. Who owes us money and who's in arrears is in the customer management software. And that, you could run a accounts receivable report as often as you want, and it shows you who's current, who's 30 days out, who's 60 days out, and who's 90 days out. So for those of you doing larger commercial accounts, you're probably at 60 days with a, a majority of you know,
1: them. I had that, because we, we got a printout and we started getting getting into what you're doing now. Scary. And at the end, you would get a printout on all of them and it'd be a separate printout, like 30, 60, 90, and then call the lawyer.
0: If you get into certain accounts, 90 days is normal. 90 is our max. Anybody that's past 90 is getting phone calls. Each account has the terms on them in the customer management software, so that's how we can figure out who's in arrears, because just the 30, 60, 90, if you get somebody relatively new it's gonna take time for them to figure it out, so you set it up that this person is past due and you can get alert about it and call and be like, hey, owe us money. But the accounting program you need because it helps you to track your money. In this day and age with everybody with debit cards, I mean, I don't have a debit card for the company. We do have credit cards because they're a necessity, but people debit far too much stuff and I don't believe that they track it, who actually has a personal checkbook anymore and who balances the- I know you do, Sheehan. I have two. Right, two. All right. said <laughs> bullshit.
1: You know, I'm not talking about business. Obviously, what he's talking about is needed, but you're paying your home bills, Get a freaking checkbook, take some time out and pay the goddamn bills and write the shit down. You don't have to have it all on computer where it could get hacked.
0: Fucking hacked. That's hilarious you said that. You need to balance you know, your hilarious checkbook. Yeah, a good happen. I agree with you. You don't have to cut hard checks or manual don't checks. Don't think
1: so much about credit cards, debit cards and shit. Think a little more about cash.
0: Cash is a dying thing.
1: Bullshit. No. Cash is no. going to be king forever.
0: I, cash, I cash, bitcoin, cash, bitcoin, cash. Nah, nah. Cash. Really? Cause when we went to that place and a guy looked at you like you were fucking crazy, where you like, "I can't pay with cash," and he was like, "Uh, no." And You're like, "What the fuck is this, America? Did I walk
1: out?" No, 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 no,
0: no. Then no, that won't happen again. I must have been intoxicated. Then f- anyway. I want to take cash. Fuck you up. There's still plenty of people who take cash. The hell is wrong with cash? Nothing. I think it's great. I'm just saying, it, it's a different world. You know that. My point is in your accounting system, it tracks all the money spent so you can see w- how much money you really have, which is super important. Yeah, you I, say? I,
1: I, I could do that when I open up my, my two checkbooks.
0: Yes. An accounting program is a checkbook basically, it's just highly sophisticated and you should have an accountant, right? Whatever grade you're at, you should use an accountant. Because I use the best, you. Danny Perla. They'll help you navigate taxes and any good accountant is gonna help you set up any type of accounting program and they're going to push you to get one and if they don't, you might not want to use that time, accountant. Time to look around. So customer management tool, which is routing and billing and tracking, that's definitely something you need. An accounting program is another thing you need. And the other thing that we spoke about, if you have company vehicles, you should absolutely get GPS. We have GPS in all company vehicles. We said we have train routes. The guys with the train routes have trackers on their cell phones through our there's another IT nightmare, but, but through our firewall in the office, we can track all of our cell phones. Do you phones. pay for their Metro cards? We do. Of course we do. You check
1: that too with the, with the.
0: You can't really, no, because we just reimburse them. We don't buy their Metro cards where we could go check their no, Metro cards. But then what I'm
1: saying, if, if a guy uses a Metro card twice a week, going
0: and coming, you would need the Metro card numbers, and I don't even know if, how you could do that, to be honest. They buy their own Metro card, we reimburse them. It has nothing to do with tech.
1: It has to do with running a business where somebody's got to park. All right, okay. Smart enough.
0: So I'll tell you this. The only guys that we pay for the MetroCard is guys that have to move around on the train. Yeah, so no Back to GPS. If you're going to get GPS, you should get a GPS that can tie to a gas card. So our GPS syncs with the gas card that we have. And if somebody tries to fill up and the car is not parked there the vehicle that that car is associated with, we get an alert that uh, they're filling gas. Holy shit question. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you had your DNA done, what, a, a month ago?
0: Christmas, but uh, all right, whatever. I know, I know six months is like a month to you do now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do did, uh... Did, uh... Did there,
1: there was nothing from Italy showing in your blood there? No. I see, what well, you know, your hand gestures and you shit. Do you do the same thing. You're a little, a little bit
0: more, like, limp. <laughs> Another good thing about GPS, geofences you can put up. You could put up locations where you don't want certain vehicles to go between certain hours. Mm-hmm. So if you have a guy that you know goes home for lunch, which is fine. You go home for lunch, go ahead. You could geofence his house, and between, that, between his work hours, if he goes there, you get an alert. When he goes and when he left. Wow. Our GPS also starts trends and shows areas that they normally visit, which are usually stops. But then you'll see like, why is this guy? Go here, go here, go here, go here. And then you could, you could geofence that and see what it is. We actually caught a guy that was servicing accounts like that where he had his own little route on his way home that he stopped for 20 minutes, stopped for 30 minutes, stopped for 15 minutes. We followed him, we saw what he was doing. When he parked his car, we took the car and waited for him to call us. He never called us. <laughs> He didn't even call us. He like the car was stolen. I'm hey, no, uh, coming so back what, to work. Was, he must have known. He must have known. So
1: he fired himself. He quit.
0: Pretty much the way HR labeled him was uh, job abandonment, and he nice. lost. No, oh, that's a great. Time. He lost the work. Well, it's true though because we did attempt to contact him the next day when he was scheduled to start.
1: Job abandonment. Now there's something I've learned tonight.
0: Job abandonment. Yeah, I j- say it again.
1: That that's a good. That's a good. Uh... So if I threaten a guy with a bat and he leaves, is that job abandonment?
0: Allegedly that might have happened, but no, I don't (laughs) think so. Okay. Another good piece of tech nowadays that helps with everything in the field, an attachment, either a microscope attachment, we just have like a magnifying attachment for our techs to be able to take pictures in the field of things they're not 100% on or for them to take pictures and then use... That picture, to identify it, we actually got lice in our office today that...
1: Where are they now, those lice?
0: Uh, They're in your hair.
1: They were in your... The, no, they're not my hair.
0: It was one louse, and it was in a plastic bag that I crushed after I identified it. But it allows you guys to take these pictures in the field. We got a beetle that we actually have an email sent out to see what it is because the tech couldn't figure it out with the the magnification and we weren't 100% sure. It looks kinda like a carpa beetle. Carpa uh, or capra? I don't know. It's a capra it's beetle. It's that one. Capra. So a, as many as you know, is if that is what it is, there's a whole big elaborate thing that we need to do with telling the health department and potentially the Department of Agriculture that we found this. So we're hoping that's not what it was. Right, we don't wanna deal with those people. Well we wouldn't, unfortunately the property would have to deal with them. Anyway, this is what the magnification is for. And nine out of 10 times, the tech can identify it. The ones that we have, I don't recall the name off the top of my head, but it's like a rubber band that goes over, I think it was like $9 each. It goes over the, the phone and the magnification goes right over the camera lens. It's amazing.
1: You know what I found um, back in the day? Um, if, if you knew what the insect was, and you said, I'm pretty sure what it was, and you went out and you got these little portable jobs, and, and, and you looked at it, they thought you were a genius. What's a portable job? A little portable... Uh,
0: like a loop, uh, like a jeweler's loop.
1: The jeweler's loop was the best, because it's 30 times the magnification. Then you had these other little things that f- open up flat, and there's a little light would come on. And they fold up in your pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you like, to like, whoa, this guy's right, a Right, so this
0: is that on steroids. And you could give it to every single technician that works for you, because you have the light from the phone, and you have, I think it's 40 times magnification, the one we have. And it's literally a little piece, a little magnification glass attached to a heavy-duty rubber band that you just put over your phone. I think I have one up here somewhere. I'll show you when we're done. That's okay.
1: No, I'm overloaded
0: with technology right now. (laughs) I think that's something Uh, that every uh, one of your techs should get. those
1: of you uh, that are uh, religious, Jewish, Muslim, Catholic... Um, whatever,
0: religious. They got yeah, it. Religious.
1: Go um, the companies getting new phones, and I, you know, it took me like two years to get used to the phone that I had. I was comfortable with it. I
0: wasn't in love with it, but I, I could use it. You're getting the same phone. It's just brand new. Oh, yes. See, I already know I what to feel do those with you. Prayers
1: coming in already. Thank you so much for your
0: assistance. And before we close this show, I want to talk about future tech. You should all be looking at the next thing, whatever that next thing is, technology the next chemical. We're always gotta be looking to the future. We were approached about some things probably like four years ago that are now coming to light, which is the ERM stuff, electric rodent monitoring. VM has a really good one out right now for rats. And this is technology where you set traps, rat or mice, and you sync them to another program and you set them. And then you get a text message, alert or email, saying trap1234 in XYZ account just went off. Some of you may be like, this is the bullshit. It is definitely part of the future. You have major corporations buying into this globally, and it's only gonna get better. So VM has another product that isn't out yet to my knowledge that is gonna take it a step further. It's called VM Now, and it is, it's gonna be able to tell you insect, or rodent, and through heat and sensors, and I don't know that much about it, at some point we're gonna have The owner of the company on to really explain it more but when he showed it to me it's just something that i was like now this is the next thing and it's going to get us into the accounts that we're not currently in because we're gonna have it it is expensive and the only thing you should ever think about when someone tells you it's expensive is that you're going to charge the proper amount of money to cover that expense as well as to be able to feed your family and you see this guy came to me with this probably five years ago and if you have you were at Pest World recently or you've seen at the last uh, NPMA Tech Summit that everybody released one of these. We like it. We're going to start working with it a lot. This is it. IT, tech is the future.
1: For those of you that knew me 20, 30 years ago, I'm not the same person. I didn't that, exactly that's find not religion. not really true. But uh, I don't have to break my ass anymore uh, every day. And uh, But I still like to see what's new because... So much has changed in the 50, almost one years I've been in the business, and I understand some of the stuff, but I don't know how
0: to use it. I'm glad that's on the tape. And I'm
1: proud of that. I don't have to learn.
0: No, listen. I mean, look, you outran whoever was chasing you, and they never caught you.
1: They're still after me, because I'm still running. <laughs>
0: All right, so I think that does it for the tech episode. I want to thank you guys all for listening to Colony Confidential. I hope you learned something about technology today that helps you along your way to building your business.
1: This is Ed Sheehan, thanking you for listening to Colony Confidential once again. I can't say it was a lot of help on this, but it is intriguing, these new things, and anything that saves money and allows you to make more money, I'm still interested in that. So if you have any questions, please call us. Or email us at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.
0: Don't forget the website, colonyconfidential.com. Look out for Colony Confidential at Pest World in Orlando, October 23rd to October 26th. We'll be there. You will see us.